Welcome to the Skull Splitter Dice Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons. Visit us at SkullsplitterDice.com for the best D&D dice in the realms. Enjoy the episode. In the world of Dungeons and Dragons, some people live in cities or towns. They work, play, and socialize with the people that live in these locales, mostly oblivious to what goes on outside their walls. But beyond the peace and security of civilization, there are monsters that threaten the world. Zombies, vampires, orcs, goblins, trolls, dragons, you name it. The Ranger is civilization's first line of defense against this encroaching horde. Rangers choose to live away from everyday society in forests, mountains, and other deserted regions. But unlike the Druid, who lives amongst nature for religious and cultural reasons, Rangers live on the frontier in order to protect the city. Rangers are sometimes distrusted by urban dwellers, but without the Ranger, no urban life exists. If it sounds like fun to play this type of character, you might be considering playing a ranger. But you might not know how to best protect your friends with all of your ranger abilities. Well, that's what this video is for. Ranger protection. How can a ranger protect his friends and buff them up? Everyone knows rangers are good at combat, but can they really stand back and help others as well? Yes. The answer is that rangers are very good at spellcasting and have a lot of options to help their allies. Cast jump on your friend in order to triple their jump distance for the next 60 seconds, and then follow it up with long strider to make their movement speed increase by 10 feet for the next hour. If that person becomes injured and is within touching distance, get him back into shape with cure wounds. Do you fear your party might be running into a trap? You can cast detect poison and disease in order to scan the area around you, and it just might save your life. And if you've taken on a challenge that seems a little bit more than what you can handle, cast Fog Cloud in order to make a quick getaway that'll let you live for another day. Rangers in Combat While protecting your friends can be fun, the real thrill of playing a ranger is getting into the heat of combat. Rangers are tough, and they can take a lot of damage before having to heal, so they excel at melee combat. Rangers are also proficient with bows, though, which makes them a really good ranged option. At level 1, you can cast Hunter's Mark to mark a single target, and for the next hour, you do an extra 1d6 of damage every time you hit that target with a melee weapon. If you lose sight of that target, you can gain an advantage on any perception or survival check needed to find it. At level 2, you can choose the archery fighting style if you want to fight with a bow. If you'd rather meet your opponent face-to-face, -face, however, choose two-handed weapon fighting or dueling. If you choose two-handed fighting, make sure that you also get the dual wielder feat in order to go along with it. You will thank me later. At level 3, you can choose to be either a Hunter Ranger or a Beastmaster Ranger. If you choose the Hunter, take the Horde Breaker feature to get extra attacks. Colossus Slayer is another option, but to be honest, it doesn't scale as well as the others. If you choose Beastmaster, you'll also get Ranger's Companion. Here are a few great options for your companion, starting off with a Flying Snake. If floating poison attacks sound like a good way to take out your foes, this is probably the option for you. There is also the Giant Poisonous Snake. This does great damage and can be mounted by smaller members of your party, such as gnomes and halflings, and it can swim. And to close this out, the Giant Wolf Spider. Its bite really stings and it can climb walls and ceilings, and it's even more effective of a pet if the mage in your party knows the web spell. Whether you kill your enemies with one or two weapons, a bow, or a snarling creature, this is exactly how the ranger is supposed to operate, and you are definitely on the right track. Ranger Utility 
Rangers are useful members of the party even when they're not fighting. Think of all the times you saw Aragorn not fighting in Lord of the Rings. He was still plenty useful. Your natural explorer ability will help prevent your party from slowing down due to bad terrain and will get you twice as much food while you're foraging. Use stealth skills in order to sneak past bad guys or to spy on them, and perception to find clues and insight to determine true intentions of NPCs that you might pass along the way. This will definitely keep you and your party out of trouble. Weapons. Your melee and ranged attacks will depend on your dexterity, and dexterity will also help you in initiative and with your AC, so put your highest roll into dexterity. All of your spells use wisdom, so take your second highest roll or your third highest roll and put it into this. However, if you plan on being in your enemy's face a whole lot, you might want to consider making Constitution your second highest roll. After all, you can't really cast spells if you're dead. Intelligence and Charisma are not really useful to a Ranger, so definitely make these your lowest rolls. When it comes to armor, Rangers can wear light and medium armor. But if you choose to wear half-plate scale mail or padded leather, it will give you a disadvantage on stealth, so I recommend staying away from these. If your dex is above 19, I would say wear a studded leather. But if your dex is lower than that, I would say wear a breastplate or a chain shirt if you're not planning on sneaking around, or studded leather if you really want to be stealthy. For weapons, you have a lot of leeway. You are a ranger and are supposed to be versatile, after all. So you can use a bow, swords, axes, whatever comes to mind. So how do you play a ranger? There are multiple ways to go about role-playing a ranger. I had briefly mentioned Aragorn earlier. Maybe you're a lone frontiersman who grew up on the fringes of a nearby kingdom, or perhaps you grew up in a city, but the death of a loved one or some other significant person in your life caused you to leave it all behind. Perhaps you're part of a larger organization that's devoted to protecting civilization, such as the Witchers on the Wall from Game of Thrones. Yet another option is to think of your character as part of an elite, advanced, military-esque force that travels deep into enemy territory, where the enemy are the massive forces of zombies, demons, orcs, and other terrors that lie beyond the walls of civilization, such as Geralt from The Witcher. The bottom line is that there are many different types of rangers, but all of them are equally united in the belief that they should be using their skills to defend society from the monsters that lie in the wilderness. So get your weapons and definitely get ready for battle. This video has given you all the information that you need in order to create a ranger that is worthy of protecting the realm from all the abominations that lie in the great beyond. Some people think rangers are underpowered in 5e, but I think that they're underutilized. And I think what they lack in mechanical capability, they make up for in the fact that they can just provide a bunch of role-playing moments that you can't get with any other class. Thank you so much for watching this video. I really appreciate it. My name's Patrick Ferguson, and I'll see you guys in the next Ultimate 5e Guide. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss out.